Today's episode is sponsored by you and others like you who have pledged a flexible monthly donation through the Urban Achiever Patreon page. Please consider becoming a contributor by visiting patreon.com slash urbanachiever. And thank you for your support. What's up, Achievers? It's me, your host and friend, Billy Power. Welcome to the show. It's episode 69. Uh, how are you doing? Happy uh, Labor Day weekend. Hope you are going to get some time off from your labor. That's the idea, anyway, I think. <laughs> so uh, I just completed my month-long experiment in uh, riding the train uh, for those of you who follow my personal Instagram account, get at Billy Power, um, you probably saw that I took a little souvenir for myself from the train on my last day riding the train. <laughs> I have about an hour commute driving, and as it turns out, taking the train uh, was sucking up every last minute of my available time. If you've been listening to the last few episodes, you know I've also had to make a citizen's arrest and uh, deal with some other uh, people related things on the train and, uh, not worth the aggravation, but ultimately, um, just, yeah, takes too long. <laughs> takes too long. Saturday, it took me three hours to get back to my house. Three hours, three hours on the train or one hour driving. Uh, definitely not worth it. So back in the car one day so far yesterday, uh, went okay. Not too bad. I, uh, just let my thoughts pass by, like, like, uh, just watch them pass by. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's Labor Day weekend, and I got in a short bit here. I got to drive to work uh, in a direction that everyone heads down to the shore uh, for the holiday weekend. Um, so we'll uh, we'll be putting it to the test today and tomorrow as I commute southbound. Uh, with everybody else uh, going on vacation for the weekend. Although there is an impending uh, storm out on the shore there, so maybe maybe some people will be afraid of this uh, hurricane that's coming. Um, we'll see about that. So doing something a little different this week on the show. Uh, I hope you're excited about this. I have, uh, when I left Tooth & Nail uh, at the end of uh, 2003, I took basically every folder from my filing cabinet and just put them into boxes and uh, I refer to this often as the archives. I also have all the fan mail that uh, my old band Blenderhead ever uh, received. Um, and then even prior to Tooth & Nail when I was doing Fearless Donkey Records and did the Songs from Rain Factory CD and some other things. I have some mail from around that time as well. Um, so I thought today I'd just read a little mixture of some of those things I kind of dug through this morning. I've been texting and, uh, messaging, uh, stuff to people that, uh, some funny, uh, things in here. And, uh, there's a variety of stuff in here. I didn't really check with anybody, uh, if it was okay to read any of these, I'm not going to use anybody's names only, uh, in a few spots. I'll use the name because they're people I know and I know they won't care. And if they do, sorry. <laughs> 
All right, so I got a stack of these here. I don't know how long this is going to take. Might be kind of short, might be longish. I don't know. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and uh, read some of these. <laughs> All right, this first one is uh, this first one is a uh, letter from my uh, boy, my boy Mike Lewis. Um, I believe this is uh, the letter that accompanied uh, the Masters uh, for the third Polar record, and uh, says, "Gentlemen, here's a copy of the new record." I would like to talk uh, to you of a plan for the record. We feel that track eight, Good Song, is a single. Butch Vig was at the studio and gave me info on his guy who does mastering for the record, so I'll let you know. Also, I would like to talk to you about doing a video for the single, Good Song, for $3,000. We can give you three videos for this record. We have all the editing equipment. We just need money for film, camera, and film. Film camera. Film camera and film? <laughs> Also, we will be featuring the new record on campusvibe.com, complete with an EPK video we are making. Guys, I'm really happy with this record. I would like to explore how to push. Thanks. Love, Mike Lewis. I just put this one in here for Mike because I thought he would think that was funny. I know he listens. Hi, Mike. Here's a letter uh, on Maverick Records letterhead. Is Maverick even still a label? That was a label started by Madonna and some people. I don't think they're around anymore. Um, This is also... Uh, addressed to Tooth and Now Records, dated August 11th, 1998. R.E. Puller. <laughs> Thank you for your submission to Maverick Recordings. Unfortunately, I do not feel that the material is appropriate for Maverick at this time. However, I'll keep the submission for future reference. If you need the materials returned, please coordinate with my office. Your consideration of Maverick is appreciated. Best regards, JB. I'm not saying the person's name, A&R Maverick Recording Company, Beverly Hills, California. Whoa, look out. This next one is uh, from Oz Records, O-Z-Z Records, P.O. Box uh, in Beverly Hills also, dated January 22nd, 1998. Uh, Ari, the band, uh, Focal Point. To whom it may concern, first of all, we would like to thank you for sending us your tapes and CDs. We're returning them to you not because we didn't find it suitable, but because, unfortunately for us, the company who did our distribution has gone bankrupt. At the moment, we need to find a distribution company for Oz Records, and then we will have to reorganize, which should take a few more uh, more than a few months. We wish you all the luck with your project, and thank you for thinking of us. Sincerely, Ozzy and Sharon Osborne. And it's signed by both of them. Look at that. Here's uh, <laughs> name redacted. Uh, addressed to Tooth & Nail Records. Dear producers, I'm writing in regards to the newest MXPX CD, quote, Let It Happen. About two months after I bought this CD, I learned that they had been caught doing drugs. <laughs> Although I still like their music, I don't agree with what they did, and because they did that, I feel that Tooth & Nail Records should stop producing their CDs. Also, I am starting to wonder if other Christian bands you produce are doing some of the same things, such as other drugs or alcohol. Thank you for taking the time to read this letter. Please send a response in regard to this issue. Stated uh, September 27th, 1999, a letter from Ada, Michigan. Here is an interesting letter. This is uh, from an unnamed distributor, uh, an independent distributor that uh, Tooth & Nail dealt with back in the day uh, regarding an incident um, where the focal point CDs, a bunch of them had been, uh, smashed and returned to us, uh, demolished. And, uh, 
it was because people that worked at, at this company were mad about a song on the Focal Point CD that was uh, about abortion, and uh, they were mad. So it's funny, a little funny anecdote about uh, this. Uh, when I was in France uh, with Brandon, we went to uh, this conference called Meet Em, and uh, I was at a dinner with uh, the guy from Go-Kart Records and some different people. And uh, one of the people from this company was at the table, as well as Joe Escalante from the Vandals, who, if you do not know, is a very devout Catholic. And uh, and uh, when I was a kid, like in high school, I learned to play bass to early Vandals records. Um, so that was kind of like a high point for me getting to meet him and everything like that. And he thought it was hilarious um, that that they had a song against abortion and that people were mad about it. So, uh Dear Bill, I feel I owe you a drastic apology for the actions of my staff regarding the Focal Point CD. During our conversation the other day, I was reminded of something very important, freedom of speech and anti-censorship. I do believe in both of those things fervently and many other factions related therein, and I feel I expressed that in the course of our conversation. Although I approached our conversation with confusion and anger, I felt confident that by the end of our chat, we had both come to a compromise. I wouldn't freak out when a release like that came through the pipeline, and you would kindly let us know in advance when one was on its way. I felt, excuse me, I felt like we had treated each other with respect. Thanks for the wisdom. Now, I truly do not believe that you deserve those promo CDs back in that condition. The women that are responsible chose to exercise their anger in a very non-constructive manner. I am so sorry over this. I had no knowledge of their actions, although they are entitled to their opinions. I do agree that they could have found a far more constructive way to voice themselves. As you know, the election is in a few days and everyone is ready to riot for their beliefs. Wow. So little has changed since 1996, isn't it? Uh, I understand your anger over the situation is well warranted. If possible, I would really like to salvage our relationship. It's a nasty situation. I'm sure neither of us have the desire to be involved in tooth and nail meant a lot to us as a company. We were thrilled that you were willing to distribute us through us when the whole Caroline deal went down and we are still, and we still are, we spent the last year in an extremely functional business relationship that I would hate to lose over one hateful act that will never all caps happen again on behalf of the stale uh, staff of insert name of company here. Uh, please accept our apologies for this embarrassment sincerely. And then it's signed by all the uh, staff from their distribution. So there you go. Um, sometimes people that claim to be open-minded are not always that open-minded. Oh, here's uh, I, I have tons of these uh, kind of letters, um, but we'll just do this one for today. Um, well, I guess there's a couple, but uh, this one's funny. Um, this is a fax that was sent to uh, the head of family Christian bookstores um, by this guy uh, who's beginning part of his email address is I-X-O-Y-E. <laughs> at whatever the uh, address is. I'm not going to say any of the names of any of these people. Uh, anyway, dear head of family Christian bookstores, I always buy my music at family Christian bookstore. And I was angry with what I saw yesterday. The new album from Goaty Hook songs. We didn't write covers songs from secular bands. The problem is that the bands promoted on this album are extremely anti-Christian and perverse to say the least. My concern is that children who come to family Christian bookstore will be introduced to these bands via Goaty Hook's newest album. Why should bands like the dead milkmen, the violent femmes and the pixies get any type of promotion through a Christian bookstore? Uh, kids will no doubt search their music out in secular stores. If they like what they hear on Goaty Hook's album. Oh, 
goodness gracious, what will happen then? Uh, if I sent my child in to buy an album and they bought this album, part of my money would go directly to the bands through royalties. Please pull this album from your stock. I knew these guys were lacking discernment when I saw the photos inside their last album, Banana Man. I don't really know what that means, but there you go. Uh, signed from uh, this gentleman. Enclosed <laughs> enclosed is a flyer I am taking to area Christian bookstore owners. Please take this from your shelves. And then attached to this is a uh, flyer that says, um, please pull Goody Hook from your stock. Previous album, Banana Man, uh, inside photo. Oh, there, here's the photo he has on here of uh, their drummer. Uh, eating a banana with the banana coming out of his mouth. I don't, I don't know, see what the problem is with that, but I, I have no idea. I don't even know. <laughs> uh, the concern in all caps. This new group's newest release, songs he didn't write, introduces kids to groups of perverse immensity. Pervert? What? Introduces kids to groups of perverse immensity. I don't know what that means. Below is a small sample of lyrics from groups promoted by Goody Hook. And then he spelled Goody Hook wrong. Goody Hook right on the top and then Goody Hook wrong on the bottom. Very confusing. Um, I do like Perverse Immensity, though. I feel like that could be like an album title. Uh, the Dead Milkman lyrics from the album Beelzebub. But he's really, this guy's really done his research. Uh, from the song RC's Mom. I'm going to beat my wife. I'm going to beat my wife now. I'm going to smack her with a lead pipe. Going to smack her with a two by four. Run her over with Brink's truck. Chase her down with a lawnmower. Right, wife kicking, finger licking, wife killing. It's thrilling. From the song Sri Lanka Sex Hotel. Let's have sex with strangers in men's rooms. Let's have sex without birth control. Sell our offspring to some dirty old something man. Tell the neighbors they can get. And then I think it says fucked or something. It's like blanked out. Let's have sex with pit bulls. <laughs> Maybe pollute their bloodline. That's hilarious. Uh, a bunch of pretty Baptist girls uh, link their pretty hands and they sang life is shit, life is shit up on the hilltop where the vultures perch. That's where I'm going to build my church. Uh, something. Let's entertain some ugly thought. We'll cross our fingers so we won't get caught. We'll forget what we've been taught. Let's entertain some ugly thoughts. Uh, and then uh, some uh, lyrics from Violent Femmes added up, which everybody knows what that is. If you don't, just look it up. A good one classic in conclusion why would music sold in christian bookstores endorse and lead kids to these groups ephesians 511 have nothing to do with fruitless deeds of darkness but rather expose them and then uh thanks in all caps double underlined that's from uh a fax from 1998 <laughs> um this is a letter from houston texas dated october 19th 1999 Dear Mr. Powers, about three years ago, uh, I wrote to you and was very upset about the name of one of your bands, 90 Pound Wuss. Because of my feelings toward the name, I dragged your whole company through the dirt in my letter to you. I must admit that I still have a problem with the origin of, quote, wuss and would prefer a different name. But I have met many people who have been impacted by groups on your label. Although I did not tear you down to others or pull you down in any public way, I'm aware of the damage I must have caused you both personally and to your company. I want to ask forgiveness and also to let you know that I really do appreciate all that you're doing to reach out to, uh, <laughs> sorry, I got distracted. 
<laughs> I want to ask your forgiveness and also to let you know that I really do appreciate all you're doing to reach out to the young people across the world. You may be glad to know that I am now out of my Gaither-only rut and appreciate many music genre. Thank you for your rebuke to me. I did not appreciate it at the time, but now I'm thankful to the Lord for your words, words of wisdom and correction. I pray for the work of Teeth and Nail and ask the Lord to continue to bless you as you reach out to new areas of music and with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Please also ask the guys in NPW. <laughs> he can't even bring this. He's spelled it out completely at the top here and then also wrote was in quotes, but then here he's abbreviated as MPW for their forgiveness. Please ask the guys in MPW for their forgiveness. I am and will remain your partner in his harvest. Um, yeah, my guy, PM from Houston, Texas, who's had the epic email, who does your hair at something. <laughs> so yeah, a letter from 1999. That was a good year. I'm going to start signing my letters that I am and will remain your partner in his harvest. Here's another one from, uh, oh, this is the letter that came with uh, Huntington's record that uh, Mass Giorgini did. It says, uh, hi, Bill, here's the new improved Huntington's dad. The old one should be discarded, labeled dangerous, or at least ignored. <laughs> this is the dat that should be sent to mastering. The other one had a glitch in it, discovered only recently. Any questions? Call me. Thanks, Mass. It's very concerned about the other one. Dangerous. Very dangerous. Uh, this was pretty cool. This is a postcard from uh, Kim from Jawbox. From, uh, does I have a year on here? Is this 07? No, 97. <laughs> Hello, Bill. Thanks for the wonderful teeth and nail package. What a diverse and good label. There wasn't one dud in the label. Uh, well, in the lot, Velour 100 should be huge with a name like Amon Christ. The Polar stuff is really good. Nice work. I trust Paris was fun. It truly is a beautiful city. I can't wait to go back. Talk to you soon, Kim. Sounds cool. Kim Coletta. Good old Kim Coletta from Jawbox. Uh, here's the letter that I sent to uh, Josh. This is from Josh and the Huntington's. Yo, Bill, you better not throw this in with your junk pile of crappy demos that you must get. 500 of a day. Hope you like it. Miss working for you, but we're happy too. Gotta love the freedom of a smaller label. You were the best one there, though. Thanks. Take care and God bless, Josh. Hi, Josh. Uh, here's a letter from uh, Wisconsin. Uh, I thought this was cool because this is like, um, <laughs> I got a little chuckle out of this because I felt like this This is like the quintessential fan letter. If, if you want a, a template for how to be complimentary in every possible way that you can uh, compliment somebody, here it is. So uh, this is from April 2001. Dear Bill Power, I'm writing to commend you on the way Tooth & Nail is working. You have a lot of good bands. The way Tooth & Nail is growing is awesome. so awesome to see. Tooth & Nail is my favorite record company. I have purchased a good amount of your CDs and been to a lot of concerts with your bands and them. I really liked the Tooth & Nail Day at Cornerstone last year, and I'm going again this year also. The music you have there is the best around, I think. The sounds on the CDs are done extremely well. The merchandise is also done well there. So I just wanted to tell you that you were doing a great job at Tooth & Nail Records, and thanks for anything else you were going to do. <laughs> it's really covering it all, even the future. Uh, this is from a nice young man, HN, from uh, Eau Claire, Wisconsin, from 2001. What else we have here? This is a fan letter. <laughs> excuse me. This is a fan letter to uh, Blenderhead. 
uh, from a guy who's a friend of mine. I'm not going to say his name just in case uh, he doesn't want me to say, uh, but uh, let's just say he may or may not be in the band Cold War Kids. <laughs> Hi, Blenderhead. I think your band is extremely sexy and my dad hates you. I just borrowed your disc today from my buddy, and I have to say the tunes are Nido Torpedo. I wrote to the other place for lyrics, but if you guys got any stickers laying around or anything like that, it would really be cosmic if you could send me some. If not, that's cool. Don't worry about it. But could you send me something like your names on a piece of paper or something I could rub in my friends' faces? <laughs> Later. Oh, uh, I skate, and I love your new deal banner. Uh, send me that. Later, again, oh, just one more thing. Who's the chick on the second page of the CD book with Paul? She's extremely good looking, and I know a chick that looks good just like her. Tell her I said I love thee. And that's from Ontario, California from 1994. And then uh, on the envelope, it says put me on your mailing list too. <laughs> uh, let's see here. A couple from the same guy. So here you go. Bill, just wanted to drop you a letter telling you how happy I am with your album. It's my favorite album, and I love your lyrics, and I love the style you guys play. One of my friends who's not a Christian and who listens to Minor Threat, Seven Seconds, Bad Brains, and the Germs said that your album was one of the best he'd ever heard because he says that you guys have your own style. So if you guys do a concert around Goshen, Indiana sometime, me, him, and a bunch of other people that listen to your music here would pay good money to hear you guys. We don't get concerts around here. Love War, heard of them, lives around here, and I've seen them four times, and that gets kind of old after a while. Sorry, Love War. Another reason that I decided to type you guys a letter, type you guys a letter, is because right now I'm in the 10th grade and I have to start thinking about going to college. My parents want me to go to college, but I'm not sure. I sort of want to move to Seattle because I heard the music scene is really awesome there. So I was wondering if you could tell me what you guys and the band do out there, jobs, clubs you go to, other bands that play out there, where you live, etc. <laughs> nice try. I was also wondering if you could tell me if there are jobs out in Seattle for people like me who want to get in the music scene. I got a plan ahead, you know. At least that's what my parents say. One last question. What groups and or songs are on the Tooth & Nail promo CD sampler? I was thinking about getting it, but I wanted to know what was on it. Thanks for everything. I'll be praying for yeah. I'll be praying for you. Uh, hey, guys, I'd like to order a shirt. My check's in the envelope. I'd also like the lyrics to your songs. I was wondering something. Is that one dude really smoking a cigar or not? And if he is, why does he think he can smoke? Just wondering. Thanks a lot. Uh, that is from 1994 from Goshen, Indiana. Same guy, by the way. Second, uh, second letter wondering about the smoking uh so let's see here this is from a lady this is uh blank again you're probably getting tired of me writing you but too bad i plan on writing you a lot more on your national tour with mxpx are you ever going to be in texas in your next letter can you use smaller words instead of stuff like acm journal third anniversary compilation what i'm a blonde kidding Last time I wrote, you asked if you were a Christian band. You said you were Christians by faith, but, quote, do not believe in using God to market your music. I have to tell you straight out, I think you're wrong. Jesus said, go out and reach and uh, preach the gospel, and that means by sermons or song, however you want to do it. I think that if you were in his will, you wouldn't be using uh, him to sell, but sharing your faith. That doesn't mean that I don't like your music. I still listen to it and think it's pretty rad. I just disagree with what you said and wanted to let you know how I feel. Hey man, 
And when you are in the Southwest this summer, I will probably come and see you. If it's out of Texas, I don't know if I'll be allowed to come. I'm only 13. If I can, I'll stop by and say hi. Love your sister in Christ. Name that starts with an R. <laughs> All right, just got a couple more here. This one's uh, a letter from God. It's a letter. Where did this letter from God come from? From uh, Grass Valley, California. Uh, 1995, dressed to Blenderhead. Dear Blenderhead, this is God writing to say that out of all the music I've heard since I created the thing, I like your record the most. But even though I am the Lord Almighty and I know everything, I can't tell what the heck you're saying on your disc. So please send a copy of your lyrics to Jason Powers, my secret agent angel on earth, to solve this most distressing problem. Now you must be saying, I thought God like knew all the thoughts in my head, to this, I say, don't question the divine. If I want you to send lyrics to Jason Powers, then gosh darn it, do it. And also you're saying, wow, God has really crappy handwriting. Doesn't he have a typewriter or something? Little do you know, this is the way I want all Christians to write. Have you seen the original Bible? Looked just like this. Now do as I have instructed, God. P.S. My heavenly pen didn't run out of ink. I wanted it this way. <laughs> the letter goes from blue ink to black ink. There you go. A letter from God. All right. Uh, well, I'll read this last one. This one uh, actually was um, a little bit uh, more serious. So I guess we'll just end with this one after a funny one, a serious one, because that's how life goes. Tooth and No Records, I've been wanting to write you for a few months simply to say thank you for your ministry. Our son, Sean, has been an avid fan of your records. Last summer, he bugged a guy selling shirts at Alive 98 in Ohio until he finally sold a Tooth and Nail shirt to Sean. Little did we know at the time that God would soon be calling Sean to heaven. He was killed in an auto accident on his way home from school on September 11th, 1998. He was 16. As we asked Sean's friends to help us pick out the clothes for him to be buried in, the tooth and nail shirt seemed the best. Sean loved Christian rock music. He hoped to be in a band when he grew up. He played guitar, piano, and trombone. Some of his favorite CDs at his time of death included Plank Eye, Clank, and Living Sacrifice. We, Sean's family, miss Sean more than ever, but I, as Sean's mom, wanted to share this with you. The shirt that Sean bought at Alive 98 expressed a lot of who Sean was, and his non-Christian friends from school were able to see that, that in Sean's life and his death. I'm sure you do not get much fan mail from the fan's mom who buried her son in your t-shirt. Please change Sean's address on your mailings. You see, he doesn't live here anymore. He is now living in heaven. And as best as I can figure out, the only way to get a message to him is through Jesus. Thank you. Oh boy, there you go. First episode of Letters. Let me know if you like that. Uh, gotta admit that last one got me it got me a little bit I'm sure you heard it in my voice um but yeah i don't know i didn't plan that i just kind of put them all together and ended up with the fun what was one of the funniest ones and then uh serious one so that's how it goes sometimes that's how life is you got to take the good with the bad that's how it is very touching uh anyway yeah billy at urbanachievershow.com let me know if you uh enjoyed hearing those letters um and uh, if so, I'll maybe do another episode of Letters in the future. I have tons of these, so um, some good ones. There's a whole other bin somewhere that has a whole bunch of crazy, super crazy ones and my responses to them that I got to dig up. Anyway, that's it for this week, you guys. Uh, you can follow the show on uh, social media at Urban Cheever PC on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that kind of stuff. I encourage you to sign up on the email list. Uh, if you go to UrbanAchieverShow.com at the top there, 
there's a link uh, on each episode to uh, join the email list. I send out a message every week letting people know when the new episodes are out um, in case you're forgetful. You need a little reminder. And then uh, from time to time as uh, I put out things like books and that kind of stuff, I'll be announcing that through that channel. So check that out. And uh, hey, enjoy the rest of your weekend. Uh, if you want to support the show, patreon.com slash Achiever. Running out of time. Song was almost over. Have a great Labor Day. Until next time, keep up the good work. I'm proud of you. Peace.